What up, everybody? It's been a while since I've done one of these. You know, I've been busy with uh, help coaching uh, an AAU team and doing my own trips and everything else. But I'm back and I'm ready to jump into it. And we're going to start off talking about something that happened this past week with Laramie Tunsil and um, basically that whole scandal that kind of happened out of nowhere. Now, if you don't watch the NFL draft or you really don't care that much about watching, you know, what's the latest gossip, um, I'll break it down for you. So, Laramie Tunsil was rated as the top offensive uh, tackle in this year's draft. He was supposed to go number one before the Titans made a trade to drop back, and there were still thoughts that he would go top five. So, right before the draft, a video went up on his Twitter account of him smoking a bong, a gas mask bong, and he takes the mask off and you can see his face. Now, this whole conversation, I'm not here to talk about what is right and what's wrong. Clearly, you know my stance, if you don't know it, on marijuana is I think it should be legal, but you can't do something that your network or your business, the NFL, won't allow you to do, or even college, because you get drug tested, but clearly that was either old or he's just got a good way of getting past them. But you can't be that dumb to be putting your face all up on um, videos and have you be seen. That's been my stance from day one is I don't get why people feel the need to put everything on social media or to record themselves doing every single little thing, whether it's good or bad. People will judge you no matter what. So why give them something to judge you with? You're giving them the gunning. They're going to shoot you if they can find a gun and you're literally handing them the gun with this video. But let's move past that. So he falls, keeps falling, keeps falling, and ends up getting drafted by the Miami Dolphins. And then right after he got drafted, a video of, or text pictures came off onto his Instagram, and it basically showed that he was having a conversation with their assistant athletic director talking about trying to get money to pay for his mother's light bill and water because they were going to be shut off. And supposedly all this information was you know, put out there because of Laramie Tunsil's old money manager, or was going to be his money manager, basically was like a scorned girlfriend, decided to post that to basically be, I don't know, to try to ruin his credibility. I don't know what he was trying to do, but I'll get into that later of his whole aspect of it. But I want to talk more on the aspect of the student athlete and getting paid and why they should be, because look at what his situation, how those situations happened all the time. Now, I know a lot of people are thinking he shouldn't be texting his coach or his athletic director for money. That's wrong. That's against the rules, and they shouldn't give it to him. Put yourself in his position. Ole Miss, before he got there in Kandichi, Treadwell, and all those guys that they've recently got, which is a little odd because Ole Miss used to be god-awful at football and then randomly have gotten very good and has a lot of talent there. But if you, had, if you knew that your mom had no money, she couldn't pay her electricity, couldn't pay her water bill. What would you do? Why not text your coaches? Because these programs are making millions upon millions of dollars, like I said in my last piece about college athletics and how they're taking away from um, predominantly black athletes, how they're taking away from actually also predominantly minorities and predominantly poor people. But 
you can't blame from a man when he gets thrown into a shitty situation to do whatever he can to survive. That's your mom. That's the person you love more than anything. That's the person who raised you, who brought you into this world. So you're going to do whatever it takes to try to fix her situation. If that means texting, you know, coaches, if it means doing things that might be illegal. So you can't blame someone for doing whatever it takes. And this is why I still feel the NCAA needs to change their rules, change the way players get played because yeah, a lot of y'all are going to say, well, Tunsil's got money now. He has nothing to worry about. How about the other people who don't have money and don't go to the NFL? What do they have to get out of this? They get a piece of paper that says, congratulations, you get a degree. And half of them don't even graduate. And if they do graduate, a lot of them don't even get to graduate with the degree they truly want. They just get a degree that gets them pushed through so that they can qualify so they can play their sports. What about those guys? And people love to talk about how there's no good jobs out there. And if there's no good jobs and these guys are poor playing sports, what makes you think they're going to get a good job? I mean, they're not allowed to study the way that other kids are allowed to. They have to take a lot of classes they don't want to take just because they're easier. I mean, we have to figure out a way to fix this situation. And I know y'all might think I harp on this because I've done other podcasts about this, but I feel truly strongly about this that I feel like I need to harp on this more and more. And I feel like college athletes once again need to do something because if they don't this system will stay around forever now to his money manager how pissed off could you have really been to do something like that i mean they said he wasn't um truly certified to be a money manager and that's why tunsil left him so if you know that you're not certified and he leaves you because of that Sure, you probably thought that Tunsil was going to be your money training, how you were going to get a bunch of money and whatnot. But you can't be that shitty and pissed off about it that you go out there and act like an ex-girlfriend who found out you were cheating on her and the next thing you know, she's putting out all your business out there on social media because not only are you going to not get ever trusted again, let's say somehow he does recover from this and maybe gets into financial, who's going to want to hire you if they know that's how you're going to act? I mean, he's probably going to end up going to jail or get some type of fine or something, sued or something by Tunsil. So, not only are you ruining your career as a financial guy that you want to be, you're also ruining your career as being just your average citizen because people aren't going to trust you ever. Like, not even just in regular day-to-day life, let alone with handling your money. People let their emotions of getting hurt and getting scorned or getting screwed over what they feel affect them and make a choice that's so quick and so in the moment that they don't think of the bigger picture yeah my mans you probably had money coming in you had it spent and then when Tunsil let you go you were butthurt about it and you wanted to get him back somehow but you know what be the bigger man move on congratulate him salute him whatever and keep it moving because life is a constant process of evolve in advance evolve in advance so if you don't aren't certified to handle people's financials go get certified then you can go handle professional athletes money i mean you're doing that did nothing but screw you over and it's not a smart business choice now next i'm going to go into talking about aau coaches and and high school coaches and just younger generation and the players and coaches and the fans and all that I saw when I go help coach these teams that just baffles me now if you don't know I help coach an AAU team that is for sophomores in high school up-and-coming juniors and they go to a lot of showcases and two weekends ago we were in Akron Ohio at the LeBron James uh, showcase 
these parents, first I want to talk about the parents. These parents need to just shut the hell up. They are out of control. If a call does not go there where they're screaming, I mean, you are acting ridiculous on these courts over sports that are supposed to be recreational, fun, and possibly get you a scholarship or help you get exposed. And when I was at these showcases, a couple of these parents were acting that crazy and there weren't coaches there. I mean, trust me, coaches look at everything and coaches do not want to deal with a parent who is hard-headed and tough to deal with unless your kid is just that ill, being honest. Now, these coaches, these coaches either used to be players or guys who helped coach in the past and they are worse than the parents or than the fans. I saw a coach screaming at a guy to get in him, get him, him. Guy made a nice move on him, got by and laid it up. This coach freaked out screaming, if you let him get by, you, you mother bleep, 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 cussing at him in the middle of a game. Next play, they get a steal, go for a layup. Guy gets fouled, but they don't call it. And this coach takes his glasses off, throws them on the ground, and starts screaming. Do you not know how ridiculous that y'all look out here when you act like that? I mean, it's bad enough that these coaches who make six and seven figures are acting like that. But when you're an AAU coach and you don't get paid and you're acting like that, I mean, that, I mean, just think of that as a business place. I mean, you wouldn't act like that if the business didn't go the way. If someone got a promotion, you wouldn't act like that that you weren't supposed to get. I mean, come on, act like this is, act civilized. This is 2016, you don't have to be like that. And I'm not knocking yelling at players. Because players sometimes do stupid stuff or they don't pay attention or if they're in practice, they're doing this. But my thing is never berate a player in front of people because that embarrasses them and you would not want someone to treat you like that. And that's what I'm about. I'm about treating everyone equally and treating everyone the way I would want to be treated. And when I was a player, I don't want to be yelled at, especially when I'm playing because then you're thinking about what you got yelled at about instead of thinking about the game. Now, in practice, I screw up, sure, scream and yell at me because then that's fine. But at this current moment in the playing time, talk to me like a human being. Let me know what I did wrong. And if you have to sit me, then so be it. Sit me. But don't berate me and embarrass me in front of everybody. And now I want to talk about these players. I hate LeBron James. I hate James Harden. I hate Chris Paul. And I hate many other people. Now, I don't hate them as basketball players because I love their games. I hate them because they started bringing in the soccer acting into sports. You won't believe how many of these kids, when I watch, who idolize these guys, go and play games in these AAU, and they go to the old home and someone bumps them, and their head's snapping back, and you would think that they someone just got punched in the face, and they get that from James Harden, LeBron James, Chris Paul, and all these guys. I mean, one guy went up for a rebound, and this guy went to box him out, and he went flying out of bounds like Ray Lewis just blindsided him out of nowhere, and was acting like he was hurt, got the foul call, and then got up and act like nothing was wrong. I mean, when I was coming up playing basketball in middle school and high school and everything, the only thing guys would do is be like, ah, yell when they're going to the one or and one ref like Dwayne Wade does all the time. That's it. Nowadays, it's who can get the best acting job. And that's just not basketball. I'm tired of soccer transferring into basketball. Basketball is supposed to be a sport who's very finesse, very skilled, but at the same time physical. You go for real and you're getting bumped. When you go to the hole, you're getting hit. And you want to act like you're going through it. And I do not knock trying to get the calls from the rest because a lot of times if you had a bad shooting night or if you're just trying to get going, what's the easiest way to get going? Layups and free throws. Because layups are the easiest shots and free throws are the ones you're not contested. But this game has to change. I mean, if you watch how sports are changing, 
the top players move the bar. I mean, they're the ones who make everything go. When Jordan was doing the tongue thing out of his mouth, everybody was doing that. When Kobe was doing the grill thing where he acts like he's all pissed off, everybody does that. Harden, LeBron, all those guys whip their heads back, everybody's doing that. Who's going to be the next celebrity or superstar who's going to change the game and not make them want to be that way? Because, I'm sorry, I would not want to watch tape where I'm acting and acting like a diva out there to get calls just to, so I can go to the free throw line. I'd rather get by someone to show that I'm better than them just off my talent alone than just by my acting skills. Come on, 2016. Please, these players, start to not act like divas and act like basketball players and just yell and scream or whatever to try to get the call and don't act like you got hit by in a got into a car wreck. These coaches... Let me say this again. You are not coaching to try to become the next coach of Kentucky or North Carolina. Have some respect for yourself. Have some dignity for yourself. And don't like an, act like an asshole to these kids just because it makes you feel more powerful. And these fans, I get it. You're emotional. These kids are your... The kids are your kids or the kids you care about. And you want to see them do well. And you don't want to see refs make mistakes. But you know what? Life is about mistakes. You grow from mistakes. So let these kids learn from mistakes that these refs are making or that they aren't making for them and you know it will teach them to deal with adversity instead of expecting every single call to go their way and they're just screaming and babying for it and just acting like it's the biggest deal ever I mean come on this is 2016 everybody start calming down and stop acting like everything it has to be such a screaming and yelling fest because trust me it does not have to be now I want to end this conversation with something that I talked about a few weeks ago and it's about the law that was passed in North Carolina about the transgenders. Now, if y'all didn't uh, listen to my last podcast or a couple podcasts ago, I talked in depth about it. And I just want to touch on it again. Michael Jordan's come out and said that he's not he's against he is against the rule. I completely salute and congratulate that he came out. I've seen a bunch of artists won't perform there because of that. I completely agree. And I've had conversations with people about this. And the reason I'm bringing this up is just because it's something that's on my mind. I get it. We're scared of what we don't understand. That's life in general. But to do hate crimes against people who are trying to be themselves or become something that they feel that they are, there's no reason to say you have to use this bathroom. Because let me ask you this. What's more scarier? A woman trying to become, or a man trying to become a woman using a woman's bathroom where they have stalls, where there will be other women, where you can still have where they have, like I said, they have stalls that they're separated against each other. Or a man who's dressed like a woman going into a man's bathroom at a bar where people are going to be acting crazy, dudes are going to be drunk, and probably going to say something and might try to fight them and beat the hell out of them. And if you think that doesn't happen, you're playing yourself. Go read some news on it. You'll see people are getting beat up all the time for being transgender. They're getting killed. I mean, you can say that you're scared for the women, but truly think about it. I'm not naive and I'm not dumb. I get it. They'll probably be some guys who dress up as women to go look at them peaks but you know what those creeps are in day-to-day life and you know what you don't worry about that and i hate when people say well what about the women's safety listen my mom is one of the strongest people i've ever met and i love her to death and she taught me women's rights she taught me everything i love and everything i know about women and i truly believe that women are you know prosecuted and treated completely differently than damn near anything else in this world probably worse than african-americans because you know what they make a lot less for doing the same job that men do and they have to worry about getting raped they have to worry about people trying to fuck with them all the time and treat them bad and it is just not right how women are treated in 2016 but 
I hate when people try to act like they truly care about women's rights or women's safety. Because you know what? If that was the case, people would care more about when women were getting beat by men. People would care more about when all these women are getting raped and treated wrong. People would care when women don't get paid the same amount. There's every day-to-day things that women get molested, they get raped, they get beat on, and you know what? No one cares about it. The only time people care about it is when it becomes a hot topic issue, and that's what this North Carolina law is. So you have the people who want to act like they truly care about women's safety saying, oh, what about the women? What about this? What about that? When they don't, when they could give two you-know-whats about them. And I'm not saying that I don't care about women, because I do. I want to see women have the best chance of being safe, but I want it in day-to-day life, not worrying about transgenders coming in there and something happening possibly because I don't think that a man would dress like a woman just to go get a peek at a woman at a woman because that's just too much in my personal opinion now will that probably happen it might and then of course when it does happen people are going to freak out so this is why we need to have laws against this this that and the third but it's just it's amazing to see the true colors of people in 2016 who try to say that they're doing the things for the right person but they're really not. They're doing it because of either religious views or because of what they're scared against. And you know what? If it's your religious views, just remember this. I don't know what religion you are and I truly don't care. But whatever God you believe in or don't believe in, it's a, in almost every single Bible it says, take or basically treat thy neighbor how you would like to be treated, pretty much. Treat others how you would like to be treated. And I don't think that hating on someone just because of they are different than you and want to be different than you or want to change the way they truly were born is the right way of doing things is hating on them. Or because you're scared of what they are, scared of what they've become, that you beat on them or act crazy. And as I end this podcast, I would just like to say thank you for checking in. This has been another Ron Uncut podcast. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Mr. Underscore K Satum to you. And as I finish this out, I'd like to say just again, thank you for checking in and I'll check y'all later. Peace.